0: beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor
1: hello i'm kim
0: and i'm ben
1: welcome to today's podcast of if you really knew me a place for honest conversations about the enneagram to inspire better connections with others ourselves and god we are so glad you joined us Welcome to part two of Becoming Your Best Self. Today we're talking about virtues and transformation. If you have not listened to part one, which is episode 11, we encourage you to do that and then come back to this episode. The last time we met, we discussed ways to become our best self by drawing closer to God. We saw that even folks with the same type can actually be different, they can act different depending on where they are in their walk with the Lord. Today, we want to see how we can be transformed to be our best self. So, Ben, how can the Enneagram give us transformation in our
0: lives? Transformation. Only Christ gives real and lasting transformation. Mm -hmm. The Enneagram is merely a tool that helps pinpoint the specific things that we need God to help us with. I'd like to point out a quote from Beth McCord that says, As we understand the inclinations of our heart, we can come to God Thank him for delivering us and ask him to make us more like Christ. Mm-hmm. She also says, grace is the free and unmerited favor of God. If we can show that same unconditional love to ourselves and others, we can radically change our relationships for the better. Good stuff. I love that. We use some tools that from your Enneagram coach refers to as the rumble strip. Okay. Okay. And we also use the acronym AWARE. And I want to talk a little bit about those today. And I also want to use some teaching by Russ Hudson to talk about the virtues of each type and how that can grow into letting us become our best self.
1: Okay, buckle up, friends, because we're about to become more self-aware so that we can then in turn, with God's help, become more like him.
0: Yes. The Enneagram can act as a rumble strip on the highway. You know, when you're on the highway, and you kind of hit that rumble strip, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, yeah, I'm kind of going a little bit out of the lines of where I want to be. And so that rumble strip just kind of lets you know that, hey, you need to get back to where you want to go. Yes. It warns us that we're steering away from our best path. If we continue in that direction, we might get distracted and even be hurt or hurt others. So just like in a car, you know, if you just ignore the rumble strip, (laughs) you might end up hurting yourself or, you know, who knows where you'd end up. It's
1: like our guardrails, right? Yeah. Kind of keeping you in the the Mm -hmm. space you're supposed to be.
0: Yep. We can focus on creative new behavior patterns when we feel the rumble strips of life. And this is called aware. And I'm going to go through each letter. You know, the reason why we use acronyms is not to be an attempt to be cool. Yeah. (laughs) Because we know not all of them are cool. (laughs) But um, it's an attempt to try to remember. Yeah. So A is awaken. When you awaken, you notice how you're reacting in your behavior, in your feelings, in your thoughts, and what you feel in your body. So you notice. W is welcome. Welcome. Welcome to be open to what you might learn Mm -hmm. without condemnation or shame. And I just this is one of my toe stepping points because sometimes I get caught there Mm -hmm. and I don't finish. I the shame and the condemn self shame and self condemnation will keep me from moving forward. It does. A is for ask. Ask for the Holy Spirit to help clarify what is happening internally. R is receive. Receive any insight and affirm your true identity as God's beloved child. Hmm. And E is enjoy enjoy your new freedom from old self-defeating patterns of living. That's good. So let's go deeper into each type and see how the Enneagram can help us see specific places where we need God's transformation in our lives. So let's start with type three. Okay. Type three's view of the world is to have excellence. Mm -hmm. Will I excel at this? Is it worth my attention? Mm -hmm. If they're not conscious of it, they see the world in light of how they can excel. They can become what will impress you.
1: Yes. I have to laugh at the worth my attention because there's times when I'm like, no, um, you know
0: what I quit you
1: exactly I got I got to move on from this I yeah. don't have I don't have time for that. <laughs> is
0: that you know that forward motion I think forward <laughs> motion when I think of type three yeah. I do not want to go backwards yeah I don't want to stall because that's not efficient that's yeah. not successful and let's roll people let's roll <laughs> so when threes get stuck sometimes it's in vanity mm. the nonstop desire to prove I'm worth loving. My life is meaningful because I have done X, Y, Z. Or if not, my value is nothing. They are a relentless force. Wow. Where they try to numb out the hurt of when they get stuck is deceit. Okay. They deceive themselves into thinking that everything's okay. Or they deceive others to keep that image of being successful.
1: Don't look behind the curtain of the great Wizard of Oz to find the real, right. <laughs> the real small person back there.
0: <laughs> right. But the virtue with, that they have with God's transformation in their type is actually authenticity, truthfulness. Mm. When grace has a chance to work on the vanity, we get authenticity. Mm. We are all seen as precious for who we are aside from what we do. It's the real you that is inside all the roles you play. Mm. Your heart shines through no matter which role you're currently playing. That's, That's authenticity. Good.
1: That's good. I like that.
0: So a type four, their view of the world is its depth and meaning. What's real and what's important. If they're not conscious, they see the world in light of its realness of meaning And become melancholy and become melancholic and sad. So they can get stuck in envy. That chronic disappointment, that melancholy atmosphere of sadness, expecting to be let down Hmm. romantically, spiritually, etc. I'm going to get my hopes up, but I know what's going to (laughs) happen. Feeling absence of depth and authenticity and beauty. It feels ugly, superficial, phony, or false. Constantly reacting to everything. It's deep, but not deep enough. Hmm. I feel like I'm the only one that's feeling this way. Wow. So they try to numb that hurt by feeling melancholy. Hmm. It's that longing that, yeah. that they feel. God's transformation can give you the virtue of equanimity, different than serenity the spaciousness of the heart all human experiences and feelings can arise but i don't get stuck in any emotion and i don't reject any emotion Hmm. find the layer of your heart that are your reactions to things you know you're getting closer when you feel more depth beauty intimacy and mystery The beauty of the world, just as it is. Remember your true identity in Christ. I can be with you. I can be with you in my joy and in my misery. I can be part of the healing of the world. So I'm not longing for something that I feel is not going to happen. I'm not just being melancholic. It's knowing that you can be okay with the world just as it is. And it's beautiful. And you can be part of the healing yeah. for people in the world. And I've talked about type fours can sit with someone in their sadness. Yeah. Sometimes my type wants to fill the silence with words. Amen. <laughs> I do too. But sometimes yeah. you just need somebody to just be with you Yeah. while you process.
1: It's interesting that you say where they try to numb the hurt is melancholy because not a lot of us want to be sad. Yeah. But sometimes there's this time you're like, no, I want to be mad or I want to be sad. Right. You want to feel the mm-hmm. feelings. And mm-hmm. I think... Maybe that's how fours are more than maybe mm-hmm. the rest of us are. But I've been there, too, where I'm like, no, right now I want to feel this. And I want to be there in that feeling.
0: Yes. Have you ever seen Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Eeyore. Oh, yeah. Would be one example of this. <laughs> OK, this yes. is what's going to happen. Yeah. And when you're not conscious of it, you can go there. Oh, yeah. Is there any meaning to life? <laughs> and then you get stuck in saying, well, it could be like this but I'll never see it, you know, that kind of thing. But then when you, even though you can see all of that, Mm -hmm. to start being the healing for that, that's huge. It is. There's beauty in the healing.
1: There is. Now tell us about fives. Type
0: fives view is all about understanding. What can be understood? When they're not conscious of their viewpoint, it's kind of like this. If I see the world in light of understanding things, I withhold myself from actually living it. Hmm. So sometimes that will get them stuck. And we call the, the place where type fives get stuck is avarice. Okay. You know, not to be confused with greed or gluttony. Mm-hmm. Gluttony is wanting more. Avarice is trying to hold on to what I already have. Okay, Knowing what you have and being super careful not to lose it. So Russ uses an example, a plant that has lost all its moisture. I've lost so much I don't want to lose any more. I can cut off contact from others in order to protect the heart, but when you can't receive nourishment. So I'm cutting off to protect from hurt, Hmm. but I can't be fed into either. Yeah. When I do that.
1: So then you're kind of stuck.
0: Yeah. Type fives could try to numb that out with stinginess, you okay. know, I've only got this amount of time to give you and that's yeah. it. Yeah. No matter how much kicking and screaming and whatever, yeah. this is all I'm giving. And, and It's
1: preservation. It's preservation.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And when you're in that mode, you don't take in from others yeah. as much. You're you're kind of stuck.
1: It's almost like what do they say is a pond, which which body of water like a river's flowing. There's always something coming in and coming out of it. And I mm-hmm. think lakes too, but ponds can become stagnant because there's nothing going in Fresh or flowing, flowing out yeah. so you almost have to be careful that it gives me a visual when you say if when fives are maybe in an unhealthy place you're cutting things off but then you're not receiving the nourishment either so that right. totally
0: makes sense yeah god's transformation for the type five is non-attachment and that's seeing that everything that comes into being has a beginning and an end mm-hmm. when you see that Without defending yourself, what opens up is your deeper heart and you feel compassion and kindness for the world. Hmm. We're all in this together. It has an end. Instead of being a cause of cynicism, rejection, and avoidance, it becomes the reason to participate. Take your place and do what you can while you're here. Some things are eternal to God.
1: That's cool. Very, very cool.
0: Type six. So the view for a type six is about security, covering all the bases. So if they're not conscious that this is how they see the world, they see it in light of security and become filled with doubt and worry. The place where sixes can get stuck is called angst. And angst is the fear or the anxiety, but it's greater suffering than just fear. Hmm. Fear, anxiety that is not caused by a present danger. Angst is knowing that one must make decisions, but not having any basis by which to know if your decision is the right one or not.
1: That sounds like getting frozen with fear, right? That sounds like what you're saying. You literally are paralyzed.
0: Yeah. It's feeling this deep stress Mm -hmm. to plan for all situations I don't know what's coming but something's coming and I have to be prepared and have the plan laid out yeah and so when you are always expecting something to come and it's something you know if you're not prepared then you can be hurt and then you numb out with cowardice Mm -hmm. I don't want to go forward yeah I'm stuck in that analysis paralysis. paralysis yeah yeah and so I've I've researched it all, but now I, I don't even want to move forward. But with God's transformation, you can have, and this is the virtue for a type six, is courage. Nice. The courage of everyday life, bringing more of me each day to bear, a little more of my heart resting with the divine and being willing to be seen that way. When we come into the presence of knowing what to do and what to say – you may rehearse and rehearse, but when it's time, you become calm and the right words come. Awakeness and consciousness to take your place. When we take our place, we feel devotion. I'm trying to do the right thing and I really don't know. Show me, Lord.
1: Yeah. It's hard to get stuck. Oh, my goodness. It's just, I know I know some friends that are sixes and they, and they have had some analysis paralysis where they don't even know what decision to make because mm-hmm. they're just so... You know, frozen. It makes me think of a deer in the headlights, honestly. But when they're in a good place, then God can totally, you know.
0: And that's why I say healthy type sixes are the most courageous. Oh, yeah. Because they see, they still see all the dangers that could happen. Yeah. But they move forward anyway. That's courage. Yeah. And they're
1: good preparers because they're thinking ahead on those things. (laughs) Not all
0: of us see all the things that could happen. Yeah. So I'm not saying we all can't be courageous, but. Type sixes don't necessarily ask for it. They just see it. Yeah. And so then they try to deal with it by making plans. And so having the courage that comes through God's transformation allows us to move forward. Yeah. Actually take the step, actually move forward.
1: That's awesome. Well, now is a great time to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll discuss our friends who are type sevens.
0: Do your kids love listening to great stories? It can be tough finding a kid's podcast which upholds your Christian values. Story Jumpers features exciting, entertaining stories by authors who write from a Christian worldview. Each episode is created with kids in mind. Audiobook clips are followed by a brief author interview your kids will find fascinating. This is a podcast for kids. Subscribe to Story Jumpers wherever you listen to podcasts. Story Jumpers is a member of the Bridge Podcast Network.
1: Welcome back. We've been discussing part two of becoming your best self through virtue and transformation. When we understand ourselves better, we can know what to seek the Lord for to help us. So Ben, tell us about our friends that are type sevens.
0: Type sevens, their view of the world is all about pleasure. How can I be gratified <laughs> or distracted? Mm-hmm. N- you know, not not any boredom.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And When not conscious about the fact they see the world this way, it's in light of their gratification. I live my life anticipating the next thing. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we talk about sevens can make a lot of plans. Yeah. But they don't always do the plan, but they like making plans. Yeah. So and they're future oriented. So when you're talking to them now, they've already got a plan for tomorrow. Yeah. And all the fun things that can happen and all the experiences. And sometimes where they can get stuck, so it's called gluttony, mm-hmm. but it's not talking about food, okay. you know, like we would normally. It's trying to fill the empty soul with experiences. Mm-hmm. They desire the inner freedom, the lightness of heart, joy, trying to make themselves happy. Mm-hmm. And they can numb this out being stuck by planning. And we've talked about the plans. If I keep planning and I keep planning, yeah. then I'll always have something fun to go to. I'll always yeah. not be bored. And, you know, just sit for a seven, sitting around, being bored, being stuck, being restricted. All of that is the worst.
1: It's torture, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah.
0: So when you have God's transformation in your life as a type seven, it's it gives you the virtue of sobriety. When they are still and gluttony is healed, it gets transformed into sobriety. Hmm. Where you're so in touch with the here and now that you're satisfied. You don't need anything else.
1: This reminds me of part of our conversation that we had in the last episode, part one. It's just when you get everything in that God-shaped hole that you need of the Lord, it does satisfy. You don't need to do all these other things. It's just you're peaceful in where you're at.
0: That's right. And they're still playful. They're still fun. Yeah. But that pulling desire to always have the next thing ready. Yeah. I like it where it says you're so in touch with the here and now. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Because
1: the here and now is not tomorrow. Right. It's right this moment. Because honestly, we're not promised tomorrow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I can't be so involved in tomorrow that I miss today.
1: I know. Like you have this big old and, and I'm not I'm talking about other numbers too. You have this big old number or your list on your refrigerator of things that you want to do. Well, what if you're not here tomorrow? Did you miss the little moments today with the people that you love? And and this is preaching to every single one of us. You know, don't don't neglect what's right in front of you
0: mm-hmm. because
1: you're constantly thinking, and I'm a planner, so and I'm a three. So that's speaking to my number as well. We're constantly like, gotta get this taken care of, this, this, and this. But don't miss the present moment because I think God yeah. is in a lot of that, you know.
0: And that's a that is a goal for the aggressive stance we yeah. talked about stances. That's three sevens, sevens and eights, eights yeah. to be in the present moment. Yeah, it's also a goal for four fives and nines mm-hmm. to be in the present moment. Now, just because ones, twos, and sixes live in the present moment, it doesn't mean that all of their thinking is productive yeah so it's really a goal for everyone you know if i'm so focused on everybody else Mm -hmm. i miss what god has for me exactly as a type two so it really applies to everybody it
1: does so i I think i happened to speak about that the last time we were discussing sevens. so i'm not just trying to land on sevens but because of some of the verbiage you're using it's making me think of that you know Mm -hmm. that we all need to fill the spot with the lord And ask him to order our steps, so we don't have to, we don't have to just overthink all these things. Exactly. So tell us about number eight.
0: The type eight's view of the world is about having power. Do I have power? Do I have what it takes to have power? Mm -hmm. And when they're not conscious of this viewpoint, they see the world in light of strength versus weakness. I start objectifying people and things. Mm -hmm. So a place where type eights can get stuck is actually lust Hmm. that addiction to intensity of any kind pushing things and making things happen don't just give me a bite give me the whole thing (laughs) yeah life in the fullness and abundance i want it all it's intense that's the lust after things and power and you can try to numb that out as a type eight with vengeance Okay, this person, yeah, they have betrayed me, they have done this, mm. and vengeance is now mine, saith me, yes. you know, <laughs> instead of saith the Lord, amen. Yeah, and but when God's transformation happens in your life, the virtue of a type eight is innocence. Hmm. When you let the lust be worked on, you feel the inner deadness, and it transforms it to the virtue of innocence. Mm -hmm. I won't close my heart down for anything. I don't need to put my armor back on. Mm -hmm. I'm strong from within. It gives me the power to keep my heart open, sensitive and receptive. So we, we say that that's a struggle. That's a learned skill Mm -hmm. for a type eight, because the go-to is I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect others. We've got our armor up, Yeah, you know, but I guess the moral of this story is underneath that thick candy shells, a soft gooey center, you know? <laughs> and Oh, my goodness. What great people it is to have a type eight that is vulnerable and sensitive. Oh, yeah. They speak volumes mm-hmm. into people because yeah. they understand the need and the desire for protection. Yeah. But then they share their true selves, which is a beautiful thing.
1: That is such a a visual when you said, I don't, I don't need to put my armor back on. I mean, that's, it's, it's almost like the wall. Mm -hmm. And when they take that wall down and you see them Mm -hmm. in a, transparent vulnerable place mm-hmm. it's amazing mm-hmm. it's really cool I mean it you is. you want them to, to have your back and be your protectors because there's no one like an eight when it comes to fighting for you mm-hmm. but you want to also see that softer side of them so I love that I literally had a visual of them just taking down the wall
0: I've said before about having a type eight as a dad or someone that's yeah. going to protect you but don't you want them to share that vulnerable side too oh yeah you want to feel protected but you want you want to see the soft side that mm-hmm. only they can truly get give in that way
1: exactly
0: so it's pretty cool
1: it is awesome tell us about type nines
0: nines view the world in terms of peace how can i stay calm and at peace mm. at all times if they're not conscious that this is how they view the world they see the the world in light of being at peace and i learn to shut down becoming indifferent mm. in order to keep that peace yes When they're stuck, um, the word we use to describe that is sloth. And it doesn't mean laziness. (laughs) It doesn't mean the animal. It means shutting down to the fuller sense of who they are. Numbing and disengaging myself from what's going on. Phoning Mm. it all in. yeah, Not fully there. Feeling like sometimes I'm unrepairable. Wow.
1: That's deep. That that statement is deep. You don't want anyone to feel like they're unrepairable because... Who's the ultimate physician? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know?
0: Yes. And they try to numb the hurt by indolence. You know, we've talked about um, going along to get along. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about, um, well, we just said phone it in. You know, that kind of being detached from themselves, Mm -hmm. from knowing what they truly want. It's it'll give you the sense that you're going to have peace, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't fill the god-sized hole that will truly give you peace amen so god's transformation Mm -hmm. in the life of a type nine the virtue then is engagement Mm -hmm. it's action i'm passionately interested in where i am right now Mm -hmm. i'm not phoning it in i am present with you and what you're saying i'm not pulling away yeah engagement
1: when you see a nine do that too it's exciting
0: it really is
1: because you can see them sometimes zoned out if there's Mm -hmm. just too much going on in the world but when they all of a sudden engage they have amazing stuff to share and you're like oh my gosh that was so good i love that they just shared like that because Mm -hmm. it's it's in them they have amazingness in them we all do and it's just cool to see them like you said be passionate and interested where they are right now yeah so cool So tell us about our friends that
0: are type 1s. Type 1s view the world by asking, what can I fix? Can I fix me? Can I fix you? Can I fix it? (laughs) Yes. You know, and it's always about being better and sometimes perfection. When they're not conscious of the fact they view the world this way, the whole world is now in light of what needs to be fixed. I start judging or criticizing everything. Mm-hmm. I'm criticizing me. I'm criticizing you. I've made a judgment on this based on, on the, you know, what I think it should be idealistically. And so then they can get stuck in resentment or outrage. Yeah. You know, anger is kind of too broad of a stroke. Mm-hmm. It's, res- it's resentment, it's outrage. And as, necessary energy in a human life Mm -hmm. underneath there's grief Mm. i see all that is wrong with the world is what we're doing any good am i just reacting Hmm. and that's actually how the type ones will try to numb the hurt and that is reactivity okay oh my word this happened So now, can you believe she did this and she did that? So help me, blah, 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 blah. It's that (laughs) outrage. You know, I'm going to react to what someone says. And type ones are in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's very real to them. Yeah, Um, They have the idealistic view. They suppress their anger to try to be as good as they can be on the outside. Yeah. But it's important to deal with that suppressed anger Mm -hmm. so it doesn't stay suppressed. And then you react and be something that you don't want to be. Absolutely. So the transformation of God in the type one gives the virtue of serenity. Hmm. God's grace, always working on resentment, brings serenity. You can realize in the moment. The goodness in this world, Mm -hmm. in your friends, in your family. Be with the situation as it is. Accept the conditions I find myself in and out of that to then respond. Type 1s can always see what it can become Mm -hmm. and how it can be better. There's beauty in just being right here and right now as it is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to accept that and now move forward. Yeah, and that helps in relationships because if this is where someone is on their path with Christ or not, mm-hmm. you say, "Okay, this is where they are." That that statement is kind of like, "Okay, I'm accepting where they are." Yeah. In order to meet them, yeah, where they are,
1: and to move forward. Move forward. again, we because we can't move forward if we're stuck there in that
0: idealism that place. Yeah, idealism phase.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Type twos view the world in terms of service. What can I do for you? You notice I don't say, what can I do for me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That'll only come if you're in a really unhealthy space. Yeah. And then it's all about... What am I getting out mm-hmm. of it? I've done this, but what have you done for me lately? Kind you of work thing. for
1: the radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's like not that. a good place to be. Whip yeah. em radio. <laughs> Whip <'em.
0: laughs> When not conscious of their viewpoint, a type to seize the world in light of being needed. I look to others so that I can be seen. Hmm. Um, They can get stuck in what is called pride. And Mm -hmm. this is not show off. It's denial of my hurt, my neediness, my rawness, my human limitations. But there is not a heart recognition in honoring of where I am. Mm -hmm. If I'm not in touch with where I am, then can I really be with you? I can only think I'm with you. Anything I do that starts to bring kindness or sensitive attention to myself is selfish. That's mm. how a type two would see that. We're not meant to be the end of the spiritual food chain. If we forget to receive, we run out of the ability to give.
1: Amen. Yeah.
0: Receive from others, from other human beings, from pets, from God. Be with my beautiful. Hmm. And so a type two, this is a learned skill to counteract this. If not, we get stuck in this pride. Mm. The sense, pride in the sense that, well, everybody else can make mistakes, but I need to do better. Yeah. Well, you know, God doesn't say that. Exactly. So if God says something different and then you're saying, well, no, I get that they, you know, Forgiveness can happen for them, but it can't for me. Well, now you're trying to be God.
1: Exactly. So
0: there's a danger there. It comes initially from an unselfish place, but it is not applying the same rules ultimately. Yeah.
1: And really, if you think about it, and this is going to be toe-stepping to say it, but this is for a, a lot of numbers, it really is completely selfish to think that you have, more power than god yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah. like we're others oh, yeah oh god no they're good you can do this with them but not with me what well, is your sin too big for him or is mm-hmm. your situation it's almost it, we don't see it as pride because yes. we're thinking no I'm, I'm just beating myself up but it really is it's almost like you don't think you're worthy or isn't our god bigger than all that he though? is you know it's,
0: that's a very good point because a lot of times type twos will get stuck in the i'm not worth it yeah But that's where we're going back to. If God says you're worth it, then who are you to say you're not?
1: Exactly, yes. And
0: so, and I'm speaking to myself and others that may struggle with that, but it's like when you believe that, to believe anything other is pride. Yeah.
1: He has the final say. He does. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Period. Read the end of
0: the book. (laughs) That's right. So the transformation in the life of a two is humility, Mm. the core of self-acceptance. I get that God loves my humanity. I'm not outside the range of that love because of problems or doubts. I'm loved with all that. Mm. When I'm with that humanity, I can truly relate to you, the relatedness to each other. Hmm. So it's not until I'm okay with myself that I can truly understand what it's like to be okay with others. I think I am. My brain wants to say I am understanding what it's like to be with others in all their warts and all. Mm -hmm. But it's not until I can see that God's with me with all of my doubts and my failures and whatever, and it does not change how much love he has for me, the value that he puts on me.
1: Exactly. When
0: you understand that for yourself, then you can act more out of authenticity with that for others. Yeah. So that's really important humility oh my goodness don't i just yeah i love (laughs) to hear be humble yeah not really um (laughs) but i do need to be yeah we all do you're trying a lot of times type twos think they are being humble yeah and i do believe they're trying to but if you don't take all the knowledge that is given to you Mm -hmm. then are you truly being humble yeah so you have to know that To batter yourself is not what God designed. Mm -hmm. So that's not humility then if you're doing something against what God designed. Exactly. Toe stepping.
1: Oh, my goodness. This has just been such great information, and it's definitely stepped on my toes. But remember, the Enneagram can point us to specific areas that God needs to transform so we can become our best selves. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to this episode again, as well as part one, which is episode 11, even if you just review your type again, so you can just dig a little deeper, maybe even write out some areas where you're struggling and then find scriptures that speak to those issues and pray them over yourself. The word of God is alive and breathing and sharper than any two edged sword. His word never comes back void. So speak it over yourself each day and ask God to make you more like him. We all need that. Amen. Yeah. And thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time.